0: hey i'm lauren McMullen, and i can't even tell you how excited i am that you're joining me today all you need to join in on this journey is the willingness to open your mind to new perspectives this podcast is a place for learning through the experience of listening to other stories for bringing us together for being empowered for acceptance of yourself and others for the business minded, the spiritual, the fun loving, the silly. In other words, you. Come along with me on this path of self-awareness and love. There is no better time than now. So welcome to Soul Radiant Radio. Hello and welcome back to Soul Radiant Radio. This is your host, Lauren McMullen. And today is super special because one of my best friends and soul sisters from on the other side of the world for me is here with us today. Her name is Sonia Cal from Sovereign Soul. She is an intuitive healer and guide. She's a grid walker, a dog mama with tons of strong wit and class. (laughs) She's even... um, I guess, well, I would say I've given her the nickname Dr. Bulldog because that's the way her style is to me. She's super sweet. She seems very welcoming and lovely, and then she will easily take a bite right out of you to tell you what you need to do to heal your life. So um, she's always, though, doing it with lots of love, and I'm so excited to have you here. Welcome to the podcast, Sonia. Sonia.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me. (laughs) I love the intro. I
0: know. I'm so excited that you're here and that you finally agreed to show up on this podcast because, you know, when I was making this and I was like, you know, you're going to be a guest and you were like, well, not sure about that. So (laughs) um, props to you for showing up in this space. I'm very excited about it. Can you tell
1: our listeners where you're from? I am in Australia. I have just recently returned back to the city um, after working remote in um, an Aboriginal community for a couple of years. So it's all very new to me again and getting used to the city life and civilization, (laughs) but enjoying it.
0: Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about your Aboriginal community that you were in because to me it's so fascinating. Like, how far were
1: you away from like city life? Um, I was from Perth, an 18-hour drive, so 1,800 kilometres. I was closer to, if anyone's familiar with Australia, I was closer to the tri-border than um, what I was anywhere else. So tri-border meaning the WA border, the Northern Territory border and the South Australian border. Um, so I was probably a good 1,000 kilometres away from my where my head office was from my old work. Yeah. Yeah, it's a long drive it's a long way out in the middle of nowhere is what it sounds like yeah. to me <laughs> <laughs> it is but it's there's something special about the land out there and um i really believe that was the land that called me yeah the land of people that called me to get out there that's yeah. not my first remote stint i've also done some other remote stints before as well so it wasn't new to me to be yeah. that remote i mean haven't been exactly that, that remote. <laughs> I was a little bit closer to civilization beforehand, but that was pretty, pretty remote, but it was really special. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. And how long were you out there? That particular spot, I was out there for two years. Two years. I don't know if you could take this girl that far out and put her out there for two years. I just don't <laughs> think I would survive. I think you have to have a special kind of character just to be able to... Survive that, and I know it was not easy for you, (laughs) even even though you made it two full years. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was pretty difficult. I mean, you're you're living and working for my particular role by yourself, so a lot of isolation. Not only are you isolated where you are location wise, but just the way um, the work was as well. So yeah, it was very very difficult. Yeah, (laughs) but it's what prompted me to get me to where I am here today. So it's all meant for a reason.
0: Yes. Awesome. And you have recently launched your own business, Sovereign Soul. And I would love it if you could tell us a little bit about what your sessions are like, because it's not just going and getting a a reading from a psychic. It's not like that. It is way more in depth. And I can even talk about my own a little bit as well. But I'd love to give you a chance to talk about. What that kind of looks like,
1: yeah. So, I guess people would think that. I basically I use the akashic records. Um, I utilise them to nav- help navigate me with the healings. A lot of people have different types of akashic record readings as such, but I try and stray away from the word reading because mine typically, as as you know, <laughs> turn into a a healing session. Um, Akashic readings can basically bring up some stuff that are coming for you, like in the future or past life stuff, um, and can give you some information to guide you on today. Whereas mine are more in-depth going into the soul, going into traumas and revealing at the core where they've come from and what we need to do to heal them. So sometimes it's a nice sort of introduction and then it's a deep dive in. Um, yeah. 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 And can you explain just a little bit more
0: about what an akashic what the Akashic records are for those who have never heard of this before? Can you kind of give us an idea of like what that would be or how they can imagine
1: what this is? Easiest way to explain it is it's basically a library of your soul. So imagine that you're entering a library and there is... So Many books on the shelves, and in those books, are every detail, every aspect, every element, every contract that your soul has ever had in all of its lives. Because we know that we re- reincarnate each time and you live another physical life, yeah. so all of that is stored in those we'll call them books. Um, so it's going in and finding and navigating what's coming up for you at that moment that you've come to see me.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. It's, it's so intriguing too. Cause you're always like, Ooh, I want to know what, you know, like what was I doing in a past life? Like what's happening? <laughs> um, now I can say I did a session with you, uh, when you were first kind of getting yourself started on this, And I was like, okay, this will be fun. You're gonna tell me about my past lives, like what I've got to look forward to. And instead you took me back to a childhood nightmare where I had (laughs) holes in my floor (laughs) as a child and it was scary as hell and I would never, ever wanted to relive it. And you took me right to the edge and basically pushed me down the black hole (laughs) that I was so terrified my entire life of like falling into you pushed me right down the hole and there we went. So when I say she's like, she'll let you in the door really sweetly. And you're just thinking she's so sweet. This is going to be fun. And then boom, she's like deep diving. I think now I don't know this to be true, but it it used to be like, well, made another one cry. And that's always a good thing. (laughs)
1: let's just put it out to the folks that's not my intention (laughs) my actual intention is to hold space for you in those moments um they are very they can be exactly what you've just said very traumatic um so it's my role and it's my service and it's my honor to walk with you in that space because it is very sensitive and there is a lot of sensitive information that I'm given and I also am aware that I need to be delicate with that sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> but we all know that to, to face our fears, we have to be brave. We need to be courageous. And that's exactly what you were. And that's what all of my clients are. Yeah. And that's something I, I guess people need to know when they work with me. Don't expect an airy-fairy fun. I mean, it's, it's fun, but don't expect an airy-fairy floss over it's all sweet and whatnot expect the unexpected yeah we are literally stepping into the unknown
0: (laughs) when we are walking into one of those sessions with you and it's good though because obviously we need to face their shadows we need to face the traumas that kind of stuff depending on you know whatever it is that we need to heal and kind of get through and that's exactly what you're doing you're guiding us through that so yeah
1: I just wanted to also know it's not just about traumas that's happened. I mean, you've got loads of past lives that are bleeding through onto today. So they can really affect you. Um, Like someone could be walking around feeling so much grief and they're really heavy with grief and they don't know where that's come from. Because in their physical world today, there's no reason for that. But they just can't get rid of this grief. So it's a case of going in and finding where is that linked, Where is that coming in from? And it might not even be theirs. It might even be someone that's around them or it it might be linked to a past life. So it's a really good tool to go into to navigate and figure out where we need to release any stagnant energies or do any healings. Or sometimes it could just be an acknowledgement to pass it on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So much goodness in this session though. So. Overall. <laughs> Overall, you come out the other side and you normally feel better. Uh, <laughs> might be a little battle weary. So. Yeah, you might be a little battle weary, but you're totally feeling better by the end. Um, I was just thinking, I just told everybody that we're like besties and soul sisters, and yet here you are on the other side of the world from me. So I thought it would be fun to talk about how we met, Mm -hmm. what transpired, and what really kind of bonded us together, Um, because for those of you listening, Sonia and I were in a mediumship training together, Mm -hmm. and both of us were kind of really new to it at the time, and both of us were like, oh, we're just going to kind of sit and watch, not really participate and then I'm going to let you tell them what happened from there. <laughs>
1: um, from memory, it was so interesting. As soon as I jumped on the call on the zoom call, I'm going to say there was about six of us on the call. Like I can't really. Yeah. Remember at least, mm-hmm. but immediately as soon as I turned my laptop on and went into the zoom, I was, it sounds creepy. <laughs> but I was, my eyes were locked on you. And I was like, why is my attention on you? And I sort of, kept ignoring it but I kept going back to you I thought this is really bizarre and I hadn't heard your voice yet so I didn't know that you were American and those that know me I'm a lover of America America is my sole home so anytime there's anything American I'm like I'm in (laughs) anyway so as we went on totally acknowledged we both were like yeah we're just going to sit back and observe That's all we're going to do. So I believe from memory they had a photo. So each person went through and they had a photo of their loved one that they wanted to call in Mm -hmm. and we would all pick up whatever we picked up and and shared with it. Um, But again, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm just going to watch. Anyway, so the first person came on and they had a photo and um, I was trying to figure out what was going on. And then I just had this elderly lady who came through who looked Absolutely beautiful, like Hollywood star, hair done, makeup done, and she just—I felt like she was just poking her head in, into my face, being like, "Hello, I'm here." I thought, <laughs> "No, that's just my imagination." You know, you put it down. To, no, it's just your imagination. You're just trying to tune in with what's going on here. You don't know what you're doing. It's just imagination. So I, I let it be, and I, I said nothing, and I just continued on and. The next person, I'm pretty sure it was the next person did the same thing and then <laughs> this elderly lady came back in and I could actually feel her, her energy. I could feel she was like a tough, funny, humorous, witty lady and she was like, you are not going to ignore me. I am here. <laughs> And I was like, okay, so who are you? And I got the names. It was Dorothy, Dot and Dolores. And in the end, I when I channel spirit, they make me want to interrupt no matter what. So I come across very rude sometimes, and I do not mean to, but it is stop, listen, I'm here, we need to figure this out. <laughs> so I interrupted everyone in the group and I was like, I'm really sorry, but I've got this elderly lady, and I was, you know, she's this, that, and the other. And sure enough, Lauren parks up and says, that's my great-grand. And she brought up this beautiful photo of her looking Hollywood style. It was just unbelievable. I just got this. You need to connect with her. And I was like, okay. All right. I don't really know why. So I reached out to Lauren and I wrote, I don't know why this is happening, but I need to reach out to you and we need to connect. And from that day on, it's We've been distinct. thick
0: as thieves. Um, it does sound like the weirdest story ever to try and explain to people really they're like how did you guys meet like oh my great gram popped in and said you guys are gonna be friends and that's how it's going <laughs> oh and my great gram she's been passed away for
1: <laughs> what since uh many years ago <laughs> yeah so I guess that really spun me out and it um I guess through that was where my mediumship skills sort of came into play, my gifts, because yeah, there was, yeah. um I, I won't go into detail, but there were some other people that I was able to pick up. And I was our host, you know, I was on the same wavelength as the host. I was like, no way, how is this happening? This, yeah. this can't be right. Um, but I also just wanted to acknowledge while we're talking about it, you also channeled my, my, my nana. And yeah. it's her birthday today. I'm so excited oh. that the first time that we met, you know she came through and today's her birthday so happy birthday nana (laughs) and it's my sister's 40th so happy birthday to my sister
0: and uh oh happy birthday to your sister and um how cool that you are sitting on a right outside a beach right now because that is exactly what she showed me was the beach and the stars and i kept having that song um yellow from coldplay Mm -hmm. look at the stars look how they shine for you um playing on repeat and I had no idea what was going on. It's kind of the same boat as you. I'm like, I don't know what this stuff is, but this is what's happening.
1: <laughs> so I don't know whether that I can say, but when I did come to you when we met, you actually sung me that song.
0: Oh how about that? I totally forgot yeah. I did that. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Yeah, so we have met in person which is awesome. <laughs> and we plan many, many more meetings that are happening this year. Um, yeah. Sooner yeah. than later. So excited. Um, anyhow, so yeah, so that's kind of how we met. And we have been best buddies since. <laughs> we talk every single day. And- <laughs> Uh, oftentimes, Soans is really good at, oh, and I am calling her Soans because I don't ever call her Sonia, and I thought it was really weird to even have to say that to introduce her. But um, she's even had to mediate sometimes in stupid arguments, not really arguments, but like disagreements that Donnie and I are having, like silly <laughs> um, back and forth that we're going on. Like, I'm like, fine, we need an outside opinion. I'm calling Soans.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure Donnie's happy about that two females against male. <laughs> uh, hey, you don't but always side on the you, you don't always side
0: with me though. So, uh, that's
1: right, that's right.
0: You don't always side with me. Sometimes it's like, "Uh, honey, I love you, but Donnie might be right on this." And I'm like, "Oh, the horror." <laughs> <laughs> So tell me what's next for you. Tell us what's next. What do you have going on? Obviously you have your sessions going on, but you have some traveling planned. What, do you, what are you do. going to doing?
1: <clears throat> I am so stoked. Um, like I said before, America is like my sole home and I am off to America next week. I'm going to Sedona to do an amazing retreat with one of my favorite people, Um, so I'll be going there, and yeah, I just can't wait, (laughs) as soon as I know um, I'm going to America, nothing else matters, yeah, (laughs) nothing else matters, Um, Um, yeah,
0: cool, so I want to ask you, when you were a child, did you have gifts that were, like noticeable to you when you were younger or is this something that just more recently that you're picking up and tapping into?
1: I don't recall um, any sort of memory as a child that I saw spirit or I heard spirit or anything like that. I just knew that I was a very free inquisitive wanderer and I would always be everywhere and trying to figure everything out. But I have heard through people that have told me, like through other readings, that I was very spiritual at that age. However, I don't remember it. Consciously, I don't remember it. But I've always really enjoyed um, the spiritual aspect of life anyway. So through my years of growing up, especially probably my early adulthood, um, I sort of really got on the scene for that. And I'm always someone who will always go towards like naturopaths, natural therapies as opposed, and alternative therapies as opposed to like your Western medicine. Not to say that that's not good. It just for me, that's the way I've always gone. Um, I had a big, I kind of had spirit knocking at my door all the time, but I've just been ignoring it. Um, I had a big awakening, I think it was 2016 and just some some personal trauma had happened and i needed to really dive deep and figure out how to move forward from that so i actually went to america i'd been working with um, a wonderful man um, who's a psychologist spiritual psychologist and um just things worked out perfectly and i met him in sedona which i can't wait i'm going back to (laughs) um and i had some Time on my own before I met up with him, and I remember so vividly. I went to the medicine wheel that's in Sedona, and as I was walking up towards it, I just burst into tears. And all I could hear was, I'm home, I'm home, I'm home. I was like, What the heck has this come from? <laughs> this is not normal. And I sat at the medicine wheel, and I was so overwhelmed with emotion, and I just had all of this story come through of a past life, um, you know, Native American, Indian past life, etc., that came through. At the time, I didn't really know much about it, but it made sense on a weird level. Yeah. Um, because back then, all this spiritual stuff was weird. It's all woo-woo, it's all weird. We can't really talk about that. Yeah. Um, so it was weird to me back then. Anyway, now that I can reflect back on it, I was like, that is your first massive awakening. Why did you not see that? But of course, you put it to the side and you carry on. You become your normal human conditioned self who goes to work and goes home and so be it. So then I think after that would have been the time that we met. Um, That was the next big, hello, wake up. We're here. We want you to work with us. So, and it's just flowed through since then. Yeah, it's
0: sometimes these awakening stories and like hearing how people really kind of became aware of what was going on or at least got the inkling to like, okay, I need to kind of start to look into this. Sometimes those stories can be so scary and so overwhelming. I mean, like for you, your first one was really like this overwhelming emotion of like relief joy, like what the hell is happening? Am I crazy? Um, like all of those things. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, to me this time around, at least, you know, like around the the time that we met, it was like all excitement for me. Like I was just like, Oh my gosh, I'm jumping in feet first. I want to know everything. Like (laughs) that way. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) and slap in the face. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I, um, yeah, you're always the person to give me the spiritual slaps in the face. though. <laughs> most of the time I'm like, so I'm freaking out about this. You're like smack all the way across the internet. So <laughs> very helpful though. We all need that person in our life. If you don't have somebody who can energetically smack you upside the head, you need to find your person because yeah. we all need it. We need that person who's going to be so real with us that we're like, yeah, I don't know why I was freaking out about that anyway, after we calmed down, but you just need it. You need to have that person that grounds you, that keeps you sane, as sane as possible, I suppose. Um, so I'm so incredibly grateful to have you in my life for that reason and other reasons too. I mean, you're kind of fun to be around and all that. Uh, but yes, yes. We got to have our people to keep us grounded and keep us like in the right
1: mindset, in the right perspective and all of that so and that's a perfect way to say it and you do need that support um, no matter what you know it's taken me a long time I, I you know I've always been very basically kept myself to myself very mm-hmm. isolated didn't want to tell anyone how I was what was going on etc but now that I have a support network it's still it's still hard but I, I'm slowly getting there you know and slowly reaching out and Hence why I was like, okay, I need to challenge myself. Lauren was so beautiful in, you know, asking me to be on her, you know, podcast. You gotta do it. You gotta put yourself out there, love. <laughs> <laughs> you things happen? Get yourself out there. So that's why I approached you, and I'm very, very honored that you had asked me in the first place. Because again, you're my support. We're all here to to push each other through and help each other.
0: Yeah, and I'm not gonna let you fall on your face, not at least on this show. Um <laughs> in real life that might be a little bit different. I might not help as much, but like help guide you back to your path. Um we'll help each other very just yes. Perfectly. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Sometimes we just need our hands held a little more, mm-hmm. you know, for different situations. And that's why we have each other, and that's why you find your tribe, you find your people who are in the same type of mindset who believe in you wholeheartedly you need you need that support and it's it's really hard as well for me because i've always been very independent you were saying isolated but to me you're very independent i'm this much of the same i've always really been very independent it's if i want something i go and do it i'm not asking people to do things for me i'm not asking people to provide for me and so part of this journey and something I still struggle with to this day and have to remind myself is that I need to use that support system that I have in place. I have beautiful friends and soul sisters and a soul family that will absolutely support me with anything I do yet I still forget like oh yeah you could have moved through your shit much faster had you (laughs) have said something rather than sitting with it and kind of wallowing for a couple of days or whatever the case may be like. That support is there and it's really important to reach out. And I think it's not just us. I think there's a lot of people who kind of struggle with that same thing, especially women wow. who are looked at as, as needing to be like the backbone of a family or really kind of just taking care of the children, taking care of the house or whatever their role is in each family. It's going to be very different. But I, I know for really strong women, it's very hard to – still turn to your girlfriends and say, all right, I'm not okay right now. And I could really use the support or like talk me down off of this ledge right now. So I still struggle with that. So do you. And we're getting better every day. And, um, yeah, but if anybody's out there and they're feeling like, Oh my God, I cannot, I can't tell that person this, or I can't tell that person that, like when I started this journey and I started like having sessions with different people or we got our first mentor and, I was surprisingly very honest and open with that person. And it was, it was the most amazing feeling because I don't think I've ever been that way with anyone else prior to this. And it just, the healing is so much more rapid when you're willing to be open and allow yourself to actually spill out onto like, Hey, this is what's going on. These are all the things that are coming up. This is how I feel. This is what I've been going through And then you allow someone to guide you into, well, how can we change that? How can we turn it into a positive? How, how did we learn this lesson? What can we do about it? You know, and and they just kind of give you these guiding paths. And that's, I think the beautiful thing about our industry right now too, and where you and I both work is, is really in, yes, you are a guide and a healer, but really you're empowering people to take power back over their own story, whether it's in this life or the one before that's what you're doing. They're coming to you and they're willing to be open. You're taking that and you're showing them all of their strengths and why they don't have to be afraid or live in fear or be stuck with this one thing that might have happened in the past. And I think that's a really beautiful thing. And it's, it's so important for people to have that kind of
1: support out there. Thank you. Yes, completely. And it's a sense, I think, because I was the same as you, even though I was a closed book, whenever I got people come – up for me that were working with me, I had this sense of vulnerability, but that for me was a sense of urgency. Yeah. I'm feeling this pain. I can't do this anymore. How do I break free? And exactly as you said, you just have to be vulnerable. You need to be willing to have and step into your truth to get to the bottom of it. There's no point in being like, no, I'm fine, I'm all good, because you're not going to get anywhere. You need to just strip it to its bare bones and just be like, you know what, I may feel shame, I may feel embarrassed, I may feel this, whatever your feels are, but this is where I'm at. And that's where me and you are able to, and all the other people that work in this arena, are able to assist people. Yeah. Um, Because one of my pain points is knowing how many people are going through pain in this world. That doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, I'm not here to rescue you. I'm not here to do anything but hold space and guide you through your own work. That's what I'm here for. And, um, and, and then a lot of other people just like yourself are. And we all have different specialities and modalities that we've got. And it's just a beautiful thing that we can all come together and be that support for people. And that's, that's my why. That's why I'm doing this pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
0: there are so many people and it's like, you know, it's, it's easy to get lost in social media and Instagram and Facebook where you're just seeing these beautiful pictures all the time, like everybody's, and of course, most people are only putting the most perfect moments in their life out in that world, but behind those pictures are people with real lives and I think we forget that sometimes everybody out there is a real person. They have their own struggles. They have their own fears, their own anxieties, their own traumas, issues, whatever. Everybody needs help sometimes. Like, and and that's completely okay. And it's completely okay to show up as yourself. And I don't think, I don't think you attract the right people to you when you don't show up as yourself anyhow. Um, That's the whole thing, right? We talk about like you have to shine your light, you know? And at first I was kind of like when it's starting this dream like what the hell do you mean shine your light but um <laughs> at this point yeah, I know it means your yeah light. yeah like, like turn your lighter on uh turn the flashlight on your phone um no that's not what we're saying what we're saying is start being authentically yourself mm-hmm. because when you do that you light yourself up. You're doing things that light you up, that make that bring joy to your life, that bring fulfillment and happiness. And when you are that person, in all of your glory, with all of your quirks, with all of those things, the quirks are what make people really love you and, and gravitate to you because they may have some of those same quirks or they can understand where you're at. you you become more relatable to the correct people. Not everybody is going to love you, and that's totally yeah. fine you're not meant to be a part of everyone's life, but the people who are supposed to be in your life will gravitate towards you when you are authentically showing up as yourself. And I think it's really important to remember that because we do, we're kind of in the age of like social media and thank goodness for it because otherwise we would not have ever met. But it's it's a fine line. We have to be careful
1: (laughs) with what we're doing out there. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, a a perfect example is Yes, I'm going through this journey. Yes, I've gotten to the point where I've got a business out. And yes, I'm able to hold space with people. I'm still going through my journey. So my days aren't perfect. I had a huge breakdown yesterday. <laughs> yeah, It came out of nowhere. I had no idea that it was going to happen and it did. So also you'll notice um, if anyone does go onto my Instagram, I write novels. <laughs> They're never little, tiny, or little bits and pieces. It's a novel. So I'll, No, actually, I don't apologize. That's just who I am. Yeah. And I wrote a big novel about how and what had happened to me yesterday, my yesterday. Um, and it was hard. It doesn't seem hard when people are reading it, but the emotions that you actually go through to do that is very difficult. So I acknowledge everyone, including yourself and everybody else that puts themselves out there on social media in so much rawness and vulnerability because it's not easy. I still find it very difficult to be seen. I mean, (laughs) my my social media is a a minimum because I don't like being behind the camera, but that's something I need to work on for myself. So it's putting yourself in the discomfort. That's where your growth is
0: no matter what. Yeah, if you are sitting right now and you're comfortable in life, you have stopped growing. There's no growth happening if you do not have discomfort in some part of your life. Um, And as dark as that sounds, it's really not because jumping over that line of the comfort where your comfort zone ends and the unknown begins is exhilarating. You know, like our brains don't know the difference, honestly, of fear and excitement. It is the same feeling that your body goes through and it's not even a feeling really it's a, a process that starts in your brain and it sends these feelings out into your body but it doesn't know the difference between excitement and fear and so if we can always think like oh I'm not scared I'm just really excited we can keep telling ourselves that we can reprogram our brain to believe that like oh this is just a new exciting thing
1: yeah yeah and if you are looking for support I guess put it out there the right teachers, mentors, um, whatever support it is that you need will come to you. And another thing that I just wanted to touch on, um, which came to mind earlier, is you need to work with the right people that fill you up, that help, you you know, evolve you, grow you. So it is going to be uncomfortable. But it needs to be working for you as well. I remember back in the day I went to a counsellor And it's no discredit to the counsellor. It's no discredit to the counselling system. Um, Just for me personally, it didn't work for me. It was keeping me in my story. Everything that was happening for me, I was just relaying every single time I had a session with that person. And it did nothing. And I came out of that worse off than what I did when I went in. So I knew that's not for me. Hence why I went down the spiritual path and immediately locked on to the right people, one after the other, after the other, after the other. I've worked with a lot of people.
0: <laughs>
1: but it's been really imperative to my, to my journey. Um, so you really need to find the right people that you energetically vibe with and that you get something from. If you're feeling a little bit of discomfort, oh, I don't really like this, then that's a good thing. But if it's not working, it's a totally different reaction yeah and don't stick with people that don't work for you stick with the people that do (laughs) so many sessions that I had did not work for me yeah yeah and that's listening to myself
0: it's easier said than done when you were a people pleaser when you're like oh well it must be something wrong with me you know you may go through those things but ultimately you need to take a step back and and figure out like is it just that we just don't energetically match up here uh, or is it really because I'm not showing up and doing the work? Um, Cause there's a difference, but yeah, just being aware of those things and um, you know, being able to, to say them out loud and to still be open and, and raw and being able to say this isn't working. What's next? What do I want to tackle next? I want to talk about journaling. Okay. Did you bring a journal prompt?
1: I thought about this and I didn't exactly have a journal prompt, but I had a little quick practice. Okay. Um, Go for it. Beneficial to me um, on my journey. And it's really simple, but it's really, really good. (laughs) And all you need to do is literally, if you're going through panic, if you're going through a nervous time or you're just trying to concentrate, what do I need next? Just stop, breathe, take a deep breath in, and exhale. And if it helps, and it helped me a lot, was putting my physical hand on my heart area and asking, what do I need? What do I need right now? How can I support myself right now? And it's switching your brain from going off from ego to going back to heart space, to figuring it out and listening. That was really an important little um, tool that I've been using because I get too far in my head a lot of the time. So I need to get myself back down and be like, stop, breathe. And the, the, the sensory touch for me works. It, it yeah. might not be- you're drawing your attention.
0: Yeah. You're drawing yeah. your attention and energy flows where attention goes. So if you're putting your attention onto your heart space by touching it, you're directing your energy there rather than spinning around in circles in your head.
1: Yeah. So it's just a simple little practice. Stop, breathe, hand on heart. What do I need? Awesome. How awesome. How can I support me right now? I know you've
0: told me that one multiple times. <laughs> 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 I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is happening. And you're like, stop right now. Put your hand on your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Ask yourself what you need. And I feel
1: you saying, I don't want to do that.
0: Right. That's my resistance. That's the manifesting generator in me being like, don't tell me what to do. Um. Actually, um,
1: back on the sensory side of thing, that's, I get a lot of feels. So I will tend to be in a group of people and I will feel someone who's not having a good day or that their energy is just not sitting well. So if I come to you as a stranger and say, are you okay? <laughs> That's what I'm picking up on. <laughs> I've done that with you a lot um, as well. I could feel you from the other side of the world going, yeah. what is going on with you today? <laughs> Much like I could
0: feel you before we got on this podcast. And I was like, okay. you are so nervous for this. Well, I can feel it. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just having a chat with like your favorite person. No big deal. Nobody and look, just listening at all. Right. But not at the moment, and you're surviving. You're fine. See, I'm
1: fine. I got comfort my comfort zones. I got to get out mind. of
0: your comfort zone. It's cool. <laughs> this comfort is growth. Oh my goodness! So tell everyone how they can find you. Tell us your website and your Instagram handle and your Facebook page and all of that stuff, so that if anybody wants to follow Dr. Bulldog, that they can do so. <laughs>
1: The best way to get me is on Instagram, it's literally just Sonia Cowell, so like Simon Cowell, um, not related by the way. And you can also find me on my website, which is www.sovereignsoulhealing.com.au. Um, don't forget the AU, I am Aussie. And <laughs> <laughs> um, that has my list of services on there, it has my story on there, it has um, a contact form as well that you can automatically go to my email. Or you can direct message me um, on Instagram. I do at the moment a lot more work on Instagram than what I do on Facebook. I'm a bit of an old girl and technology doesn't love me, but I love it and it will love me. We will love each other. (laughs) You'll get there. I'm working it out. You will Um, get there. No big deal. But I tend to gravitate more towards Instagram at the moment. Yeah. Um, That's sort of more my vibe. It just feels so much more fresher and, and new and just there it's just, But that's just me that's what's vibing with you for now that's that's, cool. that's what vibes me so that's that's, cool. that's the best part or yeah so either dm me directly in instagram or jump on my website and send me a contact form um or there is a link as well in my instagram that you can email me there as well Corby. and i am more than happy just to to talk to you figure out what, what i can do to help um the other thing too is i book a revelation call with me and that's on my, um, the tree in the Instagram, just click on the revelation call and it's a half an hour and we can chat and figure out what can I do for you, what's happening for you and, and where do we go?
0: Yeah, totally cool. Any last words of advice or anything you want to say that we have not touched on that you want to give to the
1: listeners before we go? You are worth it. I am here, I am open, and I invite you to let me be your support. Beautiful.
0: All right. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on. It wasn't that scary, was it? No, it
1: wasn't. Okay,
0: see? (laughs) Get out of our comfort zones, people. Thank
1: you so much for having me, though. And thank you so much for helping me grow and putting me into my discomfort.
0: (laughs) (laughs) on the daily we
1: do it for each other
0: on the daily yes well thank you again for jumping through the comfort zone and coming on as a guest and being here and sharing some of your wisdom with us I've loved having you I just love it so grateful for you and I am gonna end it here for our listeners we will talk to you later thank you so much for joining us bye Okay, my friends, that's it. That's the end of the episode. Thank you so much for sticking around, for listening. And if you've enjoyed this episode, if you're enjoying this podcast, please go and hit that subscribe button, leave me a rating or a review, and share it with your friends. I'll be eternally grateful.